Hey, Cam. Yes, Don. Do you ever think about how crammed your trailer is when you go race? Dude, all the time. Race cars, golf carts, jets, power wheels, and all of his toys, his little dirt bikes, his strider bikes, all that stuff. I'm crammed. But I'm sure everybody in motorsports is feeling the same way. Well, now our audience has someone to call. They need to call Lance at lbtrailers.com. Lance is carrying over 70 motorsports haulers in stock options from top to bottom. We always talk about looking the part in motorsports, traveling up and down the road and at the track. Now you can look the part with LB Trailer Sales. Go to online to lbtrailers.com or stop by Facebook at LB Trailer Sales. You have a friend in the trailer business and make sure to tell them that Racers and Rental Cars sent you. Let's put it up for the weekend warriors. It's the Racers and Rental Cars podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Bray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can't ignore you. Put it up for the weekend warriors. Thank you for downloading today's episode of the Racers and Rental Cars podcast, brought to you in part by MotionRaceworks.com. Stop by Motion Raceworks for all your high-performance needs. If you need to go fast, visit MotionRaceworks.com today. What's up, West Coast Cam? Yo, yo, yo. I like that. I like a little bit of energy going on. I got a little bit of energy going on over here for myself as well. Oh, yeah? Well, you're at the racetrack, and I'm locked in my renovation home garage here, considering what, what the heck was that? Um, well, look. In, anyway. Well, there's nothing wrong with that because you got a new house, and I guess if you decide that you want to spend all your money putting some new tile and wallpaper on the wall, then so be it. But you know what? It was a house for the love of God. Somebody lived in it. Why did you have to change it? Yeah, I often wonder that myself, but there were some things that needed to be done. It's actually the house is very, very nice inside. We just. Uh, Change a couple things. We're putting in a new kitchen and uh, add some flooring. But other than that, but dude, they they tore out the tile. Like they had this ugly ass Spanish tile in the dining room and the kitchen. Those fools were here all day yesterday, jackhammering the shit out of that floor. Those poor fools. What? Whatever they got it done. I didn't have to do it. Did I just hear you call yourself lazy? I think so. But this week's episode of Racers of Rental Cars is nothing more than me and Cam. We're going to talk about some sponsorship issues. Talk about me being at Lucas Oil Raceway the first weekend in the month of August. And everything that's going on with COVID. The Indy 500. Ooh, yeah. And, and oh, wait. SEMA got canceled. So. Womp, womp, womp. Here we go. Let's get started. You should just call this episode Debbie Downer. Ooh, it's been pretty tough. Tough, 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 tough week. Tough, tough, tough week. <laughs> so, Cam, so, Cam, let's kick it off. Let's go with some breaking news. It is Wednesday night. I am at Lucas Oil Raceway, as you alluded to. The historic grounds known to the U.S. Nationals, but however, in 2020... It is also known as Indy Nationals number three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they're all going to end up there before too long. I, I, you know, I can get ramped up, and I mean, like, really ramped up. Like, I need to take a blood pressure pill. I'm, <laughs> dude, I am all on the chip. It's a profession. It's a sport. It's an association that I'm very proud of. To be a part of but also passionate to be a part of but also at the same time in the same breath before i can take another breath very upset with with how things are being handled on the nhra world do tell as you're sitting in their tower <laughs> as i any am cra any cracks of beer <laughs> as i am sitting in the lucas oil raceway tower with the new dodge srt banner hanging over the historic walkway 
of the U.S. Nationals, which have always been known as the Chevrolet Performance U.S. Nationals at Lucas Oil now Raceway. It's Denzo, right? Now it's the Denzo U.S. Nationals coming up in September, Labor Day weekend. This week has been very trying, uh, testing, uh, stressful. I, I could probably come up with a hundred other adjectives. We've had, you know, Roger Pinsky and his team at, at IMS for the Indy 500. They took a, a step back, if you will. I'm not real sure. I, today's Wednesday. The announcement came yesterday. I, I'm still receiving small bits of information from my sources of why Roger and his team decided to take a step back with no fans at the in, in Indy 500. Uh, it's it's trying, right? We're uh, for those that don't know, Marion County, which is where uh, Internet or Indianapolis Motor Speedway resides, is one of the biggest spiking counties in the state of Indiana right now. As we oh, record, is it really? the, yes, it is. As we record on uh, what is this, the fifth of August, it's one of the spiking counties in in, in Indiana. And it's troubling. And so we understand being Indiana residents that that could be a challenge, right? And my thing is, is I, I just honestly believe that there would be more people that would attend the Indianapolis 500 that would be from outside of Marion County. And I could be completely wrong, right? I mean... If I lived here, why would I go to the Indy Fi- Indianapolis 500? I can watch it on TV. I, I, yeah, but it's a spectacle. Ah, I've ah. never been to the Indy 500, but one day I will go. And yeah, I don't. It's isn't it? It's obviously the month of May generally, so it's a whole month long. There's all kinds of activities. Do you know how much that place probably stimulates the economy in, during the month of May? Right, exactly. And so now we have taken that and punched all of the hotels, the restaurants, the the convenience stores, anything that's customer driven in the area. We have just punched them square in the mouth. Or if you want to go with uh, the hangover, we've kicked them square in the nuts, right in the nuts, financially speaking. And... I have been told and some of the some of the verbiage and some of the press releases have alluded to the fact that that Roger and his team have decided to fall on the side of caution with the IU medical team and the scope of perception of them having a large event in one of the largest growing spiking counties in the state of Indiana. That I can kind of understand, right? I can get I can get to you a little bit. I really can. I can get to the fact of saying the the optics might not look right. I I can. I can get there to you a little bit. I really can. But then there's a certain part of me with the fact that we can social distance Indianapolis Motors or Indianapolis Motor Speedway IMS is huge. I how can you not get 10,000, 15,000 people on that landscape and social distance, temperature check, mask wearing. I'm struggling. I'm just over here. I'm just the small guy going, raising my hand in the air going, eh, uh, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, as he chokes and he's croaking currently, ladies and gentlemen, as he needs to take a swig of his course, considering he drank all of his Alaskan Brewing Company beers, because I know I did. Woohoo! Thank you for those. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's weird because it's funny you talk about all this mask wearing, temperature checks, and all this stuff. So obviously everybody knows that I teach as well, and I've been going back to campus to try to get ready for the semester. And they're gonna they're gonna allow social distancing labs, which is great 
to be able to actually teach my courses at you know live hands on and you know that's what the students want instead of on the computer but I don't know if it, if it's right or wrong I mean there's part of me thinks like well here I have a pregnant wife at home that's susceptible I have uh, a grand a grandmother that lives with my parents who now live across the street from me um, which my mom watches my two year old so it's like so here I'm going to the to the school and I'm teaching summer school to make up labs right now at my other school that I teach at and so if one of these people gets it and doesn't say anything or and, or thinks it's all stupid here you know then I'm getting then I'm exposed to it which exposes you know which I don't necessarily think I'm a candidate to like oh my gosh you know I'd be like one of the people that could potentially pass from it but my susceptible wife, my grandmother, my parents, my parents have had health issues with cancer and stuff like that. So it's like, but how do I not live my life? You know? So that brings it back to, you know, people, you know, the, however many hundreds of thousands of people are going to be in the stands at the Indy 500. Dude, that's like the biggest race in the world. I mean, there's a lot of things going on there. So do I think it was a bad move? Dude, I, I don't know. I mean, there's so many things going on in this world that I, I really can't tell you if it's good, bad, or indifferent. I mean, ah. but yet down the street, the NHRA races are going on. So now, mind you, there's not going to be 150,000 people in the stands either. So, I mean, what do you guesstimate there will be there this weekend? 5,000. 4, 4,000? Yeah, I would say 4,000. So. 4 to 5. Yeah, so 4 to 5 is a hell of a lot different than... 150,000 or, or what do they even what does that place even see a lot I don't right? know uh, yeah it was based off of the fact they initially start or they initially like the big like to do right the PR announcement was 25% capacity and so I the number is kind of escapes me from that standpoint whether it's 10,000 or 15,000 or 20,000 my thing is is that when it comes to the distancing that they have at IMS cam over where I'm sitting at right now in the Lucas Oil Raceway Tower, the, the impact, or I shouldn't say impact, the ability, right? So the ability for us at NHRA to social distance here versus the ability for IMS to social distance, dude, they're not, this is like, <clears throat> We're talking about like high school football versus the NFL. Oh, I, and that and that's just it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't even think you could really compare the two. I mean, yeah, I get NHRA put out their thing that says, "Hey, man, we're still going to be racing up the road." I mean, it could, it honestly could be a good thing for NHRA because maybe people will want to get their racing fix of the drag races. We'll we'll have to see this weekend when this is airing, but. I mean, well, obviously the TV numbers are better, but obviously we knew they were going to be better considering the fact that there's nothing on TV, which is great. So hopefully we can get new eyes on all of our sponsors and things like that. And hopefully people want to get more involved in NHRA drag racing. But yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. I mean, what? Okay. I guess here's the, here's my question. If you were in Indy, which I mean, dude, you live in Indiana, so it's pretty close to you. Like, would right. you go to the? Would you go to the race? I mean, you have a, yes. a wife at home that's that's compromised, right? I mean, she's battling cancer, so would you go? Yes. If I, I was in, too. yeah. If I was, I mean, and I'm t- again. So here's where I kind of, and this, and maybe okay, and people can tell me, right? You can send me messages. And tell me that I'm stupid or I don't, you know, this is not the case. But I'm an avid race fan, right? I'm an avid race fan. Yes, I have a wife that's compromised. But I have a job to do. So do you go or not go, right? So if you're an avid race fan, you're a season ticket holder, you've paid for these tickets in advance, and you say, eh, man, do I really want to go? Are you at risk? Here's my thing. If you feel, and I, I'm going to really, man, golly, it's not too early in the show for a Don's rant. But if you feel like you are more at risk to go to an outdoor event 
at Lucas Oil Raceway or IMS over going to the local Walmart or Home Depot or Lowe's or Piggly Wiggly, then brother, please send me an email and let's have a conversation because I think you are completely missing the boat. Yeah. No, I, I agree. That is, like I said, I, this is such a debate that, I mean, you could debate this for weeks, months. I mean, obviously, does anybody turn on any sort of political channel on TV, CNN, or whatever? That it's, I mean, yeah, we're talking about racing, but there's so... The world is just a screwed up place right now. Oh, wait, hold care. on. Hold on, hold on, because you, you, you led into it, so I want to go back to it. You said you went back to school this today, this week, uh-huh. right? Today's Wednesday. All right, so what's the rules in California for your social distancing labs? I want to compare notes for what we just got presented. Today's Wednesday. Monday. Monday, we got presented these for our kids in school in Indiana. So I want to compare notes. Have at okay. it. Tell me. So mind you, I teach college, so it's a little bit different than K through 12. But as of right now, I teach vocational education, which is not math, science. It's it's a vocation, right? So it's it's hands-on. It's automotive technology. So in that regard, we are considered essential because we are considered a tier one essential whatever because there's still – we always have to have mechanics. It's kind of like being a nurse or whatever. You know, People have to have cars. So – They've considered that, so welding, uh, automotive, anything between mechanics and auto body, uh, cosmetology, believe it or not, is in our department, and, and nursing, That I mean, it's not in our department, but nursing, those, those divisions are actually allowed on campus to do what they're calling socially distancing labs. Our lectures, like, so we cannot go in the classroom, our lectures will not be available, so that all has to be done online synchronous or asynchronous but our labs they will be split into groups uh maximum of 10 people six six feet apart obviously you're working on cars and stalls so that's pretty easy to be done you always have to wear a mask um and yeah and you're supposed to be you literally go to class and leave class you have to have a temperature check before you get to class or you know every single day when you roll into the campus you have to get your temperature checked and then also you have to fill out a survey that uh, basically asks you, have you been in contact that you know of with anybody with COVID? Have you been out of the country in the last two weeks? Have you, do you have a cough, sniffles, whatever? That has to be submitted four hours prior to going to campus every single time you step foot on campus. Now, to take that into a, another step, at my other school, Compton College, we actually had to get COVID tested, and we have to get tested once a month, whether that be student and or faculty. Which I don't really think, I mean, sure, you get tested once, but what if you, you know, the student or a faculty member or whoever, you go get tested and then two days later you go to somewhere and you get exposed to it. Like, I don't really think getting tested like that is, I mean, unless you're quarantining after you get tested. But, yeah, so those, those are the rules as of the state of California and being a con- considered an, an essential worker. But, yeah. That's where we're at. All right. That was a whole lot of bullshit is what I just heard. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> man, I'm telling you right now, I am like totally off the charts on this deal. So this week, our lovely state governor of Indiana stated that kids can go back to school, no masks, if they're facing forward and three feet apart. Now, if anybody out there wants to chime in and tell me how screwed up this is at the fact that you, all the rules have been six feet, right? Six feet, six feet, six feet, six feet. It's all, I mean, good Lord. I mean, everybody should be six feet of everything right now because it should be ingrained in our our brains. But now all of a sudden, You can go back to school, sit in a classroom three feet apart with no masks as long as you're facing forward. I want to meet these individuals 
that have come up with these thought processes. I want them to come by, stop by, say hi, high five, so that I can like punch them in the face. <laughs> I, I just, I don't understand. I just do not get how the fact that we all have to wear masks at, at social distancing at six feet. But if I'm a teenage kid and I'm sitting in English class, I don't have to have a mask on and I can be three foot from a kid that's got someone at home that has, has COVID-19. They tested positive. Who are these people? Where did they go to school? I just want to know. I, I mean, literally, I just, I mean, significantly, seriously, what can I say? I don't get it. Where are you getting your thought processes from because that just sounds idiotic yeah i mean the whole like but what do they do i mean if they can't obviously california is a way different situation so there's a heck of a lot more shit going on here than every other place but still it's what you mean you're polit what you're liberal you're democratic what is that what you're talking about or what we're talking about Forest hey, hey, fires hey, 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 or what? Hey, what? I didn't say that I was <laughs> saying the state that I happen to reside in is a little different. There's a lot of population you, around here and there's a lot of things going on that. Did you no say there were Fruit Loops? Is that what I just heard you say? Was you called your entire state Fruit Loops? I did not, but. Tricks? Lucky call Charms. It, call it what you want to call it. They're big boys. Sugar, sugar Smacks. Yeah. Well, Snap, Crackle, Pop. <laughs> Don, Don's getting all riled up. But we're getting, I, off, we're getting off topic here. Back, I don't. I I honestly back, don't think we are. <laughs> back to if you would go to the Indy 500 or not. I I mean I would. Yeah, How no, can I you? would. I would do. I mean, it's you. You're in open air. I mean, it's not like you're all. It's not like you're packed into a movie theater kind of thing. I mean, yes, there's a buttload of people there, but everyone, as long as everyone's careful, then. That's all you can do, man. Like, but anyway. I don't, I just do not, I do not support and understand the thought processes of 25% on that type of space, right? At, at IMS. I mean, it's huge. Again, and I say again, as I am sitting here comparing lucas oil raceway to ims i again i just i don't understand how you do not think that you're capable of protecting social distancing at 25 percent i feel again I, i'm stating this and, and you know what let me come straight i'm very upset about the fact that this transpired for Roger Penske and his team because the photos and things that they have, Roger Penske and his team have been invested in IMS since they took ownership to make IMS a better customer, consumer, ticket holder presence environment is going to fall to the wayside. And as someone who like relishes the fact of being able to make a change or complete a program or a project and see how it turns out and how it benefits the people that spend money to come attend. Well, for, here's, a for, question. here's a question. I'm going to throw you off the rails again. So you're talking about he's, he's spent all this money, Penske's, you know, because he's the new owner, right? He spent all this money and, and he's a big ticket person when it comes to the Indy 500 in, you know, in general. So with him be owning it, and I mean, obviously, we all know that Roger Pinsky is a very, 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 very wealthy man. Do you think that has to play with it at all? What? What? Okay, wait a minute. What? What do I? What do you mean? Do I think it has a play with? Like it? because? Like does that have any? Like do you think Pinsky's like? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna lose a crap load of money, but I guess it really doesn't matter. Oh. No, absolutely no, absolutely not. I do not think that Roger Penske and his board of executives, which 
for most people. If you want to go out there and Google search it, his executive team has been with him for decades. Um, I do not think that it had anything to do with the economics. I think it had to do with the optics. That's where I think that it fell. I don't think that it fell with economics. I feel like it fell with optics and what he would have as an individual, right? Not, not Penske Corporation, not Penske Motorsports, not Penske Racing, not IMS. I think it fell to the wayside of the fact that they said, okay, look, do we want to take this on the chin or the risk? And I feel like based off of what they've invested in his initial purchase, he decided to fall with what, what most would call safe, right? Uh, it's a safe play. We still have our TV contract. We're going to have the Indy 500. Say, you still, you, this, the race is still going to go on, and the TV package is huge, right? It's on ABC. Well, right? nah, I, let's, not get, let's not get twisted on IndyCar. IndyCar TV package does not rate what NASCAR TV package does. No, I know what the Indy 500 does. And again, I'm not. Let, let's say that the black, let's say the color black is not going to be utilized when the expense sheet is done on Monday after the Indy 500. Well, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm the, color, the, the color red is going to be utilized. Now, yeah. How big is the color red? Is it bright red or is it kind of, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of faint? That I'm not sure of. Um, because again, you're, man, there's so much that plays into that. And I feel, and again, I'm feeling compassion towards Roger Penske and his team because they have done so much on the, the consumer experience for the ticket holder. And if you've been to IMS and now here it is 2020 and you were going to go to IMS, I promise you if you've been to IMS prior to 2020, that what you would see in 2020 is going to be completely different. And that I think for me is, you know, I guess it's a, a business type mindset of here it is roger pinsky invested he bought ims right he is all in he's shoving his chips in he wants to make it a better experience for consumers for the racers for the spectators for all the companies that are involved and here it is his first year in that opportunity and he gets punched in the freaking jaw he's taking yep. a standing seven count <laughs> You got hit by Mike Tyson. Right. Everybody's got a great plan until you get punched in the mouth. Yeah. As you drink your Chick-fil-A freaking sweet tea, nonetheless. Unsweet. Thank you very much. What kind of freaking... Never mind. I can't say that on the air. Anyway. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump off real quick as he drinks his unsweet and sweet tea. And we're <laughs> going to talk about... Oh, yeah, baby. I cannot stress it enough. Right now, actually, I can stress it because I need to take one. Cam, I am all about it this week because my chip has been tuned up. My blood pressure has been through the roof. I have been eating CBD, MD gummies like it's going out of style. Yeah, no, me too. And it's actually funny. I was just going to ask you, have you gotten any sleep lately? Because you look. You look quite rested today, so I figured that I thought maybe you were dipping in on Diane's melatonin CBDMD little little couple drops in there before the weekend. Hey, I do not want you to be saying that on the air to her, but that is definitely true. As she left a note before I left yesterday, she put it on the counter. She said we need to order more of this, so I am going to be ordering more of the CBDMD melatonin nighttime capsules. She's all about the gummies. She loves the drops. I, you know, I. It's just one of those situations where. We've been fortunate enough that we landed on, on the same platform with a company that provides a product like CBDMD, and 
it impacts not only us as individuals since we're on the show and we're talking about it, but it also impacts our loved ones. And I think that goes above and beyond the fact of just being a salesmanship from that standpoint. Here we are. We actually, our loved ones take our product and it impacts them and we get to be able to see how it makes them feel and how much better they feel about taking it, how well rested they are. And right now my wife has been eating it up. So, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, actually, I even, I, it sounds funny, but I got my mom turned on to it too. She has a, uh, what do they call it? Planner, something better with her heel. Like she can't right? really walk. Cause, yeah. Planner something she, other? Yeah. So she puts the, uh, the deep freeze stuff on there and, uh, She's actually saying that it's actually helping. So um, there you go. So she used RIRC promo code at checkout and got herself 25% off. Hey, Mom, we appreciate that there. Yes, and this weekend I did not forget my freeze as I snuck out the 1500 version of the CBD MD freeze, and I am going to be using it this weekend on my shoulder as we've been changing transmissions and converters left and right because we have nothing else better to do in my car. <laughs> so I, I will be utilizing it this weekend. By all means, folks, please. I, I really don't know anything that anybody could be troubling, right? Like whether it's sleep, pain, discomfort, or mindset, muscle fatigue, whatever the case is, do yourself a favor be like Bubba Watson, be like Steve Smith, be like Cam and myself, be like our wives, be like Cam's mom, get on board, CBDMDRIRC discount code when you check out, get yourself some CBDMD and get some relief. Come back over here to the healthy side and enjoy yourself as you move throughout your work week. Boom. There you go. Topic two, what do you got for me today? Well, hey, you know what? Can we dwell on the fact? Let's dwell on it. Let's be negative, Nancy. Right? I can't, I'm sorry. I can't find a glass half full on this. Today, Wednesday, August 5th, SEMA show canceled. Yeah, I actually just saw that from uh, one of my sponsors, Impy. They, uh, they just... They just posted, and people were like on their comment thing, "Oh, that's not true." And they, he he actually copied and pasted the dear valued exhibitor <laughs> email, and uh, actually because through the school too. I mean, they they send us. There was actually a survey going around. I don't know if you were involved in the survey at all, but um, there was a survey that went around asking people if they were going to attend or if they intended to attend or. If they did have to cancel it, would they be interested in doing some sort of online? Exhi- I mean, online exhibiting or online attending. And from what I've heard, most people said, "Yeah, that's not going to happen." So, yeah, Which I can't I, see that being. I mean, it kind of kills the luster of of doing the whole deal. I mean, you don't. You're not going there. You're not going to Vegas. Um, you're not waking up you know, with a tiger in your bed. I mean, there's there's a tattoo on your face. There's a lot of things that go on. I'm just kidding. Um, but there's really no, I don't know. I think that'd be really weird to do it online. I just hope that, you know, because PRI is involved with SEMA, I hope that we don't lose PRI too. Well, I will say this one. I totally, if you would have called me two weeks ago and asked me, Hey, is SEMA going to happen? I'd have been like, Nope. Hey, called me a week ago. Was SEMA going to happen? Nope. Not happening. I am sorry. If you're west of the Mississippi right now, it appears to be the fact that most of those states have governments that are not taking the chances of outsiders coming into their, coming into their area to show up and do anything. Well, that's the biggest thing is, is the travel. I think that's that's a huge part of it. I mean, especially for SEMA, you got everybody coming from overseas and, you know, all that stuff. That's that's a huge, huge issue. Um, you know, I mean, not even coming from Florida or whatever. I mean, you're talking every different country out there. I mean, SEMA is huge. So, 
yeah, that I couldn't imagine everybody flying here, quarantining for two weeks before they go to the show. I, yeah, no, not happening. Well, and that was my biggest thing from the get-go was the overseas impact. And that could be completely wrong, right? I could be, I honestly have no problem. Someone could walk up and go, oh, that's naive. What are you thinking about? I got no problem with that. You can tell me. I'm going, okay, wait a minute. SEMA is, uh, let's let's call it 50% overseas attendees. Right. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, could, I could be wrong. If you're from SEMA show and you're listening to our show, first off, thank you. Second off, if it's more than 50% or less than 50%, please, by all means, please send us an email. Hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. I greatly appreciate the knowledge. But, I mean, I went to SEMA show twice, and it seemed like it was more 50% overseas attendees. So, I mean, that risk factor is in there. Yeah, the, the thing with, the thing the difference differentiates SEMA from PRI, too, like, it's not just one industry. You know, PRI is racing. With SEMA, for those that have never been, I mean, it's it runs from A to Z when it comes to automotive wheels and tires uh i mean the people who make rubber gloves the people that manufacture spray booth filters i mean it's not just you know oh i i race a car or whatever so i mean so imagine how big that industry is so total bummer um i really hope that things turn around i mean i guess yeah, I mean, just keep up with uh, the whole Debbie Downer episode. I mean, unfortunately, another thing bites the dust, but wah, wah, wah. But I, well, I don't know, nah, I'm not going to say another one bites the dust because, well, yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Small dirt chips. Anyway, going along with that is, so I fortunately right along with some other individuals got to spend some time on saturday with dr jamie meyer in st louis who so happens to be the president of pri pri and we had him on the show recently we it was nice to you know talk face to face and we talked about pri and this week, if you're in the motorsports industry, you have received an email or seen it shared like a bazillion times across Facebook about what their program is. And they're, they're focused on having PRI. I talked to Dr. Meyer. Jamie, we, I mean, he was very, uh, I mean, aggressive and definitive from the standpoint that they have all of these agencies pushing for PRI to happen. And I got to think, though, okay? I'm Indy, right? I'm the Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm the mayor. I'm the county commissioner. I'm the chamber of commerce. I, anywhere in between, right? Dude, I want PRI to happen. Because yeah. we, we have been taking it on the chin when it comes to anything that is remotely related to hospitality, hotels, restaurants. We are just like, just, I mean, you might as well punch us in the face. We've been taking it on the chin. We want PRI to happen. St. Elmo's wants us to sell some freaking shrimp cocktail, okay? <laughs> yeah man right in there right so uh they've got a plan the dueling piano bars need tips absolutely howl at the moon let's spend some money write some stuff up on the board everybody knows drag races are better than circle track guys i don't know why we got to continue to write it on the freaking board but nonetheless so i'm excited and optimistic right so Today, today's Wednesday. Again, we've said it again. Dude, I kid you not, Cam. Like last week. Oh, wait a bit. We got to talk about that. I'll, I'll come back to that. This today, today, the 5th of August, World. I received 25 text messages about SEMA being canceled. 25. 
People sending me text messages going, dude, SEMA's done. And I'm going, dude, they're in Vegas. They're in the state of Nevada. Did you really think that it was going to happen? That's, I mean, honestly, I'm not shocked. Yeah, no. Come on. You live out there on the West Coast. I mean, seriously, were you shocked? Like, <gasps> no, because I have some friends that, um, well, I have some really good friends that live in Vegas, but I also have friends that have gone to Vegas since all of this, and it's like a freaking ghost town. So I couldn't imagine bringing, I mean, I'm sure they wanted to bring it in there to stimulate all the, the stuff, but not happening, bro. Not yeah. happening. Absolutely. It's kind of, you know what? You know what? I'm I'm interested to see if PRI doesn't happen. So that would be SEMA and PRI gone. I'm interested to see if that affects any sort of sponsorship situations out there as far as obviously it will affect some announcements and things like that. So people maybe will be getting a little more creative with announcing things. Or will that mean that people aren't announcing anything because there's no money to go around and they're in the same boat I am still trying to find something for next year? Well, let's hope that they're not anywhere close to the fact of manscaping their their jewels. As we move forward into 2021, let's talk about Manscaped in 3.0, the trimmer, baby, the lawn trimmer. What do you, what do you got over there for me, Cam? Dude, lawnmower 3.0, man. You got it. Like I told you before last week, you always got to have the boys dialed in because you never know. It can You could be... In a final round situation, you could, you know, for all you single guys out there, you could be not at a bar, maybe on a patio somewhere, social distancing, <laughs> and you may want to, you know, make that social distance connection with somebody with a mask on, and then you maybe take the mask off, and next thing you know, she's pretty hot. So you got to make sure the the boys are trimmed up. Just saying. Oh my God, at some point in the world, we've got to go video because I cannot stop from laughing. <laughs> the, the Manscaped moment of the week. Look, how about you this? Hey, you and me last I, week, so. I did not get it last week. You gave me yeah, a half. You, you gave oh, it to oh, me. Oh, you half. got a halfer. I got a halfer. Dude, I'll tell you right now, I know most people won't understand this. But if they do, you'll, you will. Dude, my Manscaped moment of the week is to Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush has been struggling like there is no tomorrow in the world of NASCAR. He has yet to win in 2020. He is like, I, I mean, to quote his announcement over the radio was, quote, unquote, let's go the f home. Uh, I, dude, Kyle Busch needs the Manscaped 3.0 lawnmower because obviously his testicles are all twisted up. I am just looking forward to him at Michigan at a track that he's not very good at to get a little manscaping in and bring home a checkered flag because he needs to be a part of the race for the chase. So my Manscaped moment goes to Kyle Busch. Brother, tune it in, trim it up, and let's get after it. Yeah, man. So if you're pretty much in the U.S., Canada, Australia, anything like that, and you want free shipping and you uh, want to use the promo code RIRC out there, get yourself a fat discount and, you know, join the club. You know, be ready for any and all occasions. That's right, manscaped.com, discount code R-I-R-C. All right, so Cam, you wanted to talk about, as you, as you preface it with the whole SEMA and PRI, sponsorship is really prevalent during those shows. A lot of announcements get had in the month of November and December in Vegas and in Indy. Mm -hmm. So we're not gonna have that, right? Let's let's right. say PR. Let, let's just go. Let's just say we're gonna go with the trend, right? This is completely ad lib. PRI is not gonna happen. Okay. 
man, what are sponsors and racers going to do? I don't know. They're probably going to have to go. If they have a sponsor, they're probably going to have to figure out something to make their sponsors happy and fulfill their contract obligations. Or if they're trying to get sponsors, they should maybe branch out and try to bring in a new marketing partner into the world and do some homework and research and dive in deeply and, you know, do the legwork and not just try to jump on the bandwagon and, you know, do something and and try to uh, basically take something from somebody else that has done the legwork and the 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 heavy lifting and all that and not go for the low lying fruit go for the uh, go reach for the stars man reach that lemon on top of the tree so that way you can feel that much more proud when you do secure a sponsorship instead of saying oh wasn't that on so and so's car why cam what I what 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 are you talking about? Do you I'm mean? Hold on, wait a minute. Do you mean to tell me that there are racers out there in the circle track and drag racing community that would actually go after other racer sponsors? Uh yeah, and sometimes <laughs> it could even be that your best friend. Woo! Wait a minute. I feel like a Ric Flair moment. <laughs> I've been riding in profiling, jet flying, space mountain limo riding, gold watch. Woo! Wait, are you telling me that there are people out there, racers, that would actually go and chase down other sponsors that belong to other racers. Say it ain't so, Cam. I, I can't say it ain't so because it's true. It happens all the time. It's unfortunate, but, you know, that's the way our industry is. People think that they can skin the cat a little bit better than the next guy, and they think that, uh, you know, there's endless money out there, and, you know, they, they want to, uh, I guess, try to take that because they know that they've they have interest in motorsports you know and i mean i'm not saying that i mean sometimes there's people that get out of the sport bring in a sponsorship or or you know take over a sponsorship but for somebody to try to blatantly try to take it from somebody because they haven't seen it out there for a couple of races or something like that or um saying that oh i can do this 10 times better because of x i don't think that's right man i in my personal my personal view on the situation, you know, I've worked really hard my whole career for 20 some odd years to not do that. You know, there's, there's companies that people say, Oh, why don't you just call X, you know, oil company or whoever, or fuel company or whatever. They're, they're giving stuff away hand over fist. I go to the guy that's not because I don't feel that's right. You know, if somebody else has a contract, I don't need to take it from them. Sure. It might, it might make me, um, take a little bit longer than the next guy, but you know I like to sleep at night. Well, hold on before we start filtering out these conversations and these actions that other racers do. Let's talk about one of our newest sponsors, K and N Filters. For over fifty years, K and N has been the industry leader in filtration technology, offering products to increase vehicle performance, protection and longevity for automotive enthusiasts worldwide. Whether you're searching for an air filter to help protect your engine and increase performance, a cabin air filter to keep the interior vehicle clean or fresh, an air intake system to provide extra horsepower and torque that you can feel, K&N has five decades of engineering expertise that you can trust. Visit knnfilters.com to search for your high performance products for your vehicle and please use code RIRC for, to get a free oil filter with any air filter purchase that you do on the website again RIRC and we thank you, you KNN Filters for being involved with racersandrentalcars.com Cam, you bring up an interesting point of view and perspective on the whole reaching out to sponsors. So let's let's go ahead and walk up the ladder and get on the diving board 
and we're going to jump off in the deep end of the pool. Oh, boy. So, so. What have I got? I, I know. You're good. <laughs> I totally, I, we've talked about this. I don't remember what episode it was, but when it comes to bringing companies to the table, right? If you go after a company that's already been brought to the table, it's already been exposed by a certain racer or a team, and they're involved in drag racing or circle track or road course, whatever the case is, they're involved in motorsports. And, and you're you racing the exact same class or something like that, and you don't have anything necessarily different. Yes, that to go along. Okay. That's right. I was going there. I was getting okay. there. I'm just checking. Yep. Nope, absolutely. When you are not bringing something else to the table, I consider you a hack. And at that moment when you do that, I consider you disrespectful because you didn't bring anything else. All you're doing is, oh man, hey Courtney, this is your hashtag, coattail riding. All you're doing, all you're doing is coattail riding somebody that's already started a relationship and moved a company back into the, back into motorsports or continued in motorsports and you decided to dive off the board and go, I can do it better. Here's really? what I think. Here's what I think's funny is you get, you know, it, it, and I'm not saying that uh, you know. Obviously, if you have a contract with the with the per, that sponsor or whatever, you have a deal with them. Maybe you're part of that program. Maybe you're the influencer. Maybe you're the decision maker. As if, hey, you know what? Maybe it's a good idea to bring on some other other members for for maximum exposure. If I was somebody that was going to go try to catch on or latch on to a company that's already out there, don't you think you'd maybe want to reach out to that individual? You know, like, say, for instance. Nah. No? No. No. no why? I, I want your money. Here's the way this works, big guy. And I love it all the time when people reach out to me. Yeah, and I can say this. They reach out and they go, hey, do you know so-and-so at X company? And I go, yeah, I do. And they're like, can you hook me up? Uh, what are you trying to do? Well, I'm trying to, yeah, no. I have no they, problem. At least they I'll, asked. They, at least they asked. And I'll tell them no, and I'll tell them why no. And I, you have to remember, this is a business, right? So... If you and I, if you come to me and you're like, hey, I got X, Y, and Z, dude, you're going to be good for the company. You can help them make money. Dude, I'm going to take you to the table. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to call them up and give you a vote of confidence of approval, right? Because you can bring something to help them make money, which in turn helps all of us. But when you're like, well, I'm just doing what you're doing. Oh, yeah, what am I doing? Well, I don't know. What are you doing? I'm eating freaking Tic Tacs and drinking Coca-Cola. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm doing, too. Yeah, we're not working together. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's something that's... Uh, I mean, it's not just in drag racing. It's in go-karting. It's in NASCAR. It's in sprint cars. It's all over the table. I mean, it's everybody's fighting for their own space. You know, I, I don't know. I guess I was just raised a little differently, and you know, maybe I take it a little to heart sometimes when when you see that for other people, or it's like, you know, there's or when they're sponsoring certain people, and the next thing you know, that's gone. Those people aren't really racing as much or whatever, and then the people that don't sometimes need even the sponsorship have the sponsorship, which makes it a lot harder for the guy. Because here's what happens. You get the person, they get, say say the pie is not very big, right? That person says, hey, I can do that. I don't really necessarily need the money. I just want to say that I'm sponsored. We talked about this on another episode, too. I just want to be sponsored. So I'm going to say, hey, you know, I want one air filter 
or one oil filter or whatever, and I'm going to wrap the side of my 18-wheeler and my cars and, you know, whatever else, which is going to generally make the person that's actually has a contract and doing things for X company look really bad. And you're not able, and the person that's that's out there grinding and hustling and, and doing, that did all the, the legwork, they can't provide that because maybe they don't have an 18-wheeler or maybe they don't have whatever. I mean, that, and then so when the contract rolls around and they say, oh, well, how come you didn't do this? Well, you know, you didn't pay me for that. You know, well, so-and-so did over here. Well, they didn't really need the money. Oh, did we just tiptoe our big toe into the ethics pool? <laughs> ethics, ethics and valuation. Now, I will tell you this. I am working very hard to get an individual on the show in the upcoming weeks that is an expert in valuation. And I'm talking about from driver to sponsor all the way through, right? And we're going to get him. I'm going to get him on the show. And people are going to go, holy cow. Dude, I'm with you. Here's the thing. Be creative. Go generate your own leads, your own contacts, your own contracts. Go get your own sponsors. Stay out of everybody else's sponsor pool. I can't stress it enough. You don't see it as much anymore in NASCAR as you used to, right? Sponsors used to jump from team to team to team. But now with the charter system, all the teams are guaranteed 36 starts. They're going to start in the race. So all those sponsors, at the most part, are staking with these teams. They're not changing from the big three or the big four or so forth. In drag racing, it's the same thing. If you can't evaluate your own program and you put a package together and you send it off to a company and it's got all these benefits that you're going to give for this price point and it is completely and utterly absurd because you have somebody else backing the money to cover the offset, you are devaluing the sport and the class and the sponsor and the space. And oh yeah, by the way, this may come to a really big shock, but yourself as well. So if you can't get it together and understand that racing, motorsports, marketing are all business. They all have an evaluation. And if you don't understand how that equation works, then go ask somebody, A-S-K, or I can A-X-E, you. You need to get it together because you are impacting the sport overall. And that brings me up to the fact that Woo! It is time to close out this show, Cam. Freaking Don Rick, Rick Flair today. That was like three I, woos all in one episode. Let me tell you. I, last He's night, all okay. up. See, I love, bringing, I love bringing things like this, like ethics and like talking about sponsors because Don gets so riled up and I love it. I can't, dude, I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't make it to lunch in the HR department if they hired me to teach ethics. Because I'm telling you right now, that's what the military is when it comes to leadership and when it comes to business. If you don't have it, I'm sorry. I can't teach it to you. You're not going to understand. You're just going to look at me like a deer in the headlights. But that being said, you spun me up. It's Wednesday night. I'm at Lucas Oil Raceway. I'm getting ready to run Indy Nats number three, division three divisional this weekend. Dude, I'm excited. I got the NGK folks in the house this weekend. Brother man, I don't know what to tell you, but all I can tell you is, Cam, get us out of here because I got to get ready to turn on some wind lights. Oh, look at that. And, you know, in case everybody's wondering, Don's going to be all all groomed up this weekend and ready for that to hoist that Wally. <laughs> He's not going to have anything holding him down. But, uh Yeah. No, good luck to you this weekend. I wish I was there. Um, I got close to being there, but unfortunately, it uh, it didn't happen in the in the last uh, in the last minute there. But that's okay. Um, you know, 
me and me and John Force and uh, you know the rest of the people that aren't able to race right now. It's uh, we'll be back. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned. So um, yeah, wish everybody the best out there this weekend. Have a safe, fun, eventful weekend. Um, I will be here wishing I was there. But yeah, no thanks to uh, you know all of our partners as as per usual. You know, Voice America, um, CBD, MD, Manscaped, LB Trailer Sales, Motion Race Works. You know the usual K and N. We uh, we greatly appreciate uh, you guys keeping the podcast going. And um, yeah, with that being said, Don is literally like air guitaring and jumping up and down. I wish I had a screenshot of this right now, but I just hope that guy does good this weekend because he's all amped up. But and that and <laughs> with that breath, I'm out of here. See you later. Thank you for downloading today's episode of Racers and Rental Cars podcast brought to you by MotionRaceworks.com. Stop by MotionRaceworks.com for all of your high performance needs. If you need to go fast, MotionRaceworks.com. Hey, Cam. Yes, Don. Do you ever think about how crammed your trailer is when you go race? Dude, all the time. Race cars, golf carts, jets, power wheels, and all of his toys, his little dirt bikes, his strider bikes, all that stuff. I'm crammed. But I'm sure everybody in motorsports is feeling the same way. Well, now our audience has someone to call. They need to call Lance at lbtrailers.com. Lance is carrying over 70 motorsports haulers in stock options from top to bottom. We always talk about looking the part in motorsports, traveling up and down the road and at the track. Now you can look the part with LB Trailer Sales. Go to online to lbtrailers.com. Or stop by Facebook at LB Trailer Sales. You have a friend in the trailer business. And make sure to tell them that Racers and Rental Cars sent you. Thank you for listening to the Racers and Rental Cars podcast. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Motion Raceworks, Performance Data Systems, Streetway Marketing and Media, and Stupid Fast Racing, and RacersandRentalCars.com.